1: Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine.
2: Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever join us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness. Hey guys, I just want to welcome everybody to the show. Um, folks, I'm glad you're with us tonight. Um, we have a great topic. It's, the topic is tonight is what the Bible says about contentment. Oh my, what a word that is. Hey guys, um, how are you all doing, Ed and Blaine? doing well
3: yes it's always good to be here
2: you know i think tonight's topic is going to be a great thing because we see what the world is going through right now and i'm just wondering if there's a lot of people who are content uh, has contentment you know Mm. it's just uh, the world and everything that's happening and how people are and the way everything Mm. has just been you know ever since the pandemic and a little before um it's just been that kind of a way so um you know, hey, we always start, folks, about um, praise reports about what the homeless um, guys did last week. Would you like to share?
3: Go ahead, Blaine. Oh yeah, you know, um, we all got there. We were setting up, and you know, they had baseball games going on. There was lots of folks in the park. It was a great day, beautiful day. Um, and I just wanted to share. It was it was fun for me. It was a joy to go over and talk to some of the men on the other side of the park and. As they were wanting a scripture, we were reading. Then I heard your voice, John. <laughs> I heard John, and he started reading the word. So I told the guys, I go, I got to get out of here. Um, but it was a beautiful day. Um, you know what? Each one of us, we're, we're there to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed, what I recognized is God was using you guys and the women that were there involved, praying for so many folks mm-hmm. that I found myself being one of the servants, you know, just serving food, filling up those cups, Um, And while you guys were busy. And so, you know, we all just have whatever God calls us to do that day. Um, We're loving them up, whether through the word, through prayer, through serving. But it was it was a good day.
2: It was, you know, um, and, and there was a lot of things, like you said, that was going on in that day. Um, I know that you went over there. You said you were going to go grab some of them, and they were over there at the very far end, yeah. and we were waiting. I'm thinking, well, God, you know, we got a whole crowd here. We got to get going. So, you know, and God just had that message. It was put on the heart, and, you know, God always doesn't seem like when you're always prepared to say something, it never comes out the right way. You know, and well, and the Holy Spirit took over, and what was interesting, we ran into that gentleman that yes. we ran into who was walking his dog and he came up with prayer ruthie we remember we were talking was about da- that
4: daniel was his name
2: yes and we had to park in another spot than what we normally parked in and we were given a, given the message and sure enough the gentleman he was struggling through what the message was about and i think that was quite interesting that whole day you guys mm-hmm. got up there with them i was over on the other side doing some things and you got to pray for him, and I was really happy to see that.
4: Yeah, he was really happy for the prayer, too. And he, he even admitted the same thing, that uh, this had to be God because we all ended up at the same spot in the
3: park. <laughs> so he recognizes God moving he was right there. I mean, he yeah. had nowhere to go. God placed us right next to him, and you know, it seems like he does that almost every week. So it's fun to watch. Fun yeah, to
2: he, watch. yeah, He doesn't park there. He said he usually parks up in front, but he had to park back there. And <laughs> it was just funny how God, you know, all copped us together. Yeah. And when I was giving the message there, I kept hearing this man go, "Yeah, that's right." And he, and it, and I didn't. Really, it was him who was saying that too. So yeah. it was really trusting people. And then we were talking about folks was about how close people come to have that breakthrough about prayer not giving up and really seeking god and really staying the course because um you know when um discontentment and other stuff happens in your life and this is what's such good about the topic tonight mm. you seem to quit praying and there's been a falling away and so and i believe that has a lot to do with contentment either mm. you know you're not at this so that's what's going to be great tonight
4: yeah we've been uh off and on we've been doing things and i've been feeling like we need to do more of it and that is we st- started praying for people for healing and which we've done well since we first began but mixing that with or including uh anointing with oil yeah with the prayer for healing and it's something god's really put in my heart to start yes. doing so we're able to do that with a couple of people out there this week too
2: good good yeah that is that's true we need to start using the um, the oil
3: oh i totally agree um it is something that's really part of our lives and it's Mm -hmm. biblical you know we just you know god's word is so true and the things that he's uh given us reference to and instructions it's like yeah amen let's let's anoint more
2: amen all right well is that all you guys got to say about anything are we all good to go that's about all I think, remember. Oh, okay, well, um, the topic in tonight, folks, is what the Bible says about contentment. All right, um, I want to go with the dictionary's definition of contentment. and This is what it states. It says, the state of the being mentally or emotionally satisfied with things as they are today. You know, um, I know when I look on the news, you see a lot of discontentment. You see with people, they're they're just struggling either in financing or relations or even in themselves, you know, that you can see not the hope is like what we used to see with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We see that without the homeless, there's no hope. So discontentment versus contentment is there's a whole thing that we see on this, guys. And, you know, and... Um, and what you know what i wrote there says today it's rare that we find anyone who's truly content with his or her condition in life the bible has a great deal to say about contentment Be, um, being satisfied with what we have who we are and where we're going and i liked about this because jesus said he said therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you will wear is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes. That was in Matthew and mm-hmm. six twenty-five. So <laughs> when you when you're dealing with that, I wondered if you is it really contentment, guys? If you, if you got your bills paid, everybody's doing good, you're on top of things, and you can have a little contentment. But when you are struggling to take care of your family. And things are starting to pile more and more upon you. Where does that lead us to? And does that lead you to going into prayer more with God? Or does that lead you to start putting extra pressure on you? And now you're subject to the world. There's a thing I had written here. I just want this is a good one, too. And I think most people can do this. I wrote down, people continue to seek after more of the things of this world never content i'm um, content with their own uh, life okay they says you know the old bumper sticker we used to read he with the most toys wins right you know what does that tell you it's the craving of the world you know and uh, but solomon said i love this <laughs> solomon who is the wisest and the richest man who ever lived, said whoever loves money never has money enough and whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. I, you know, he, he's got it down on you know, the point there. Sure does. Is, you know, and what does the people get up for in the morning? Do you ever think about it? What do you get up to get up to go do? You go to work to what? To make money, to pay your bills. How many times do people get up in the morning and pray to God and ask God, Hey, God, use me today in my work. Use me for the vats in the kingdom. And I think when we have contentment, regardless of what we're going through or what, I'm sure I know the world. I, I get it, folks. I get it. I don't, I don't like, you know, being behind on bills or anything like that. And there's other ways, but what an opportunity, what an opportunity to let God handle a lot of this for you and see the marvelous Blessings that he can bring upon you you know when we go through trials that's opportunity folks Mm -hmm. and i don't like going through trials and that's discontentment but i'll tell you what contentment comes when you can see god working in people's lives Mm -hmm. and paying bills and doing things and i got more i can go on guys but i am looking at my time and i'm running out a little bit and i'm gonna pass it because um this is a great topic because we're really in 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 a time when there's a lot of dysfunction going on in this this in America right now, mm-hmm. and I can name a lot of stuff what's going on. So, um, Ed, I'm going to kind of pass it over to you and um, okay. let you go from there.
4: Yeah, I like I liked what you you were talking about. Work, go to work, and or do you have commitment <laughs> in work, or are you doing it just to collect your bills? Mm-hmm. Well, I got kind of an answer out of that for that. In Ecclesiastes chapter two, verse twenty-two. Now, when we talk about contentment, uh, that's that's a matter of your decision of what you're going to be contented with. Now, there there's kind of an old saying, and I'm probably getting this not right, but it says, "Be content with filled needs, and only the rich, the only the rich are content with filled wants." And that's the difference. God will fill your needs, and he may or may not fill your wants. So at what point are you satisfied? Well, if your needs are being met, that ought to be the point of satisfaction. Anything else is just uh, extra. But Ecclesiastics uh, 2, verse 22 says, So what do people get in this life for all of their hard work and anxiety? So what do you get out of all the work? You know, you get up in the morning... You go to work. You come home. You go mm-hmm. to bed. You get up in the morning. You go to work. It it can make you feel that way, but he and he goes on to describe this in verse twenty three. He says their days of labor are filled with pain and grief. Even at night, their minds cannot rest. It is all meaningless. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, it is meaningless if that's all you're doing because eventually. Uh, this life is going to be over, and what what have you accomplished? Survival, and that's about it. But he has an answer for this. In verse 24, it says, So I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food and enjoy drink to find satisfaction in work. Then I realized these pleasures are from the hand of God. Mm. So we can get in that rut. Of doing work. And it's like like I was saying before, it's uh, contentment comes from our attitude. Are we content with God providing for our needs or do we have a lot of wants that we worry about? And God has promised to fill your needs, but he's never promised to fill your wants. Uh And so we need to learn to be uh, satisfied and content with what God provides for us. And, And, you know, our needs are all different. But it doesn't make any difference to God if you have a need, He'll fill it and uh there's another scripture I was going to go to maybe go to later on in Proverbs. that it it talks about our needs are food and drink yes our needs our needs are not necessarily shelter, which we seem to sometimes think, and I've always thought about this too, mm-hmm. but shelter is not a necessity of life. Uh, it's nice to have and be sheltered, everything, but food and drink is, and that's what God has promised to fill—is our needs. Mm-hmm. So th- that's kind of what we do out there in the field, is we fill these needs of food and and ch- our food and uh, water, and also clothing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I think contentment is a matter of our own thoughts. Are we content? Uh, with what God provides for us or do or we just keep craving more and more?
2: it's an interesting um subject. It really is. Um, it is. I, I, I like it because um I mean you can look at that the you know uh you know for food and for uh shelter and that but are you content are you content in reading and studying? How about um praying and following God? Is is that are you content in that? Are you struggling through that? You, yeah. you know, we're watching more and more people, Ed, fall away from the Word of God. I yeah. mean, and leaving churches and and everything that is getting slammed on our kids and upon everybody else. So, I mean, it's, it's really, um, the world's not even have content, no. you know, and no. it's in a of a, a mess. I,
4: I just wanted to finish with verse 25. It says, Who can eat and enjoy anything apart from Him? Mm-hmm. And and that's true.
3: That leads me exactly to where I'm going, guys, (laughs) Um, of course. You know, I'm listening with you guys, and I I have a scripture I want to read. The Bible gives us much to say, but as I'm listening to you guys, as I'm listening to the, the scriptures... I wrote down right here, I said, with Jesus, we have learned to be content. We've learned to know that he's on the throne. He cares. He loves us. We're the apple of his eye. But, you know, we live in this flesh, and a lot of times we all want more, more, more. And then certain things happen in our lives. And and, and so this encouragement, you guys, for all of us is, Mm -hmm. um, even in my own life, through all the years, and for you guys, when certain things happen in our lives, or we just don't understand things, our flesh wants to say, Why? Why mm-hmm. me, Lord? Why, why? Yeah. And we have learned to be content, praise God, each and every one of us, to where we say, what? What, Lord? What do you want to accomplish? Because when we are not content, guys, when we are not content and we're worried about the cares of the world, we are not focusing on our Lord and we're not serving our Lord and we're not loving him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I mean, what did he say, right? He right. said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and your neighbors, yourself. Um. We get caught up, you guys, but I believe you just nailed it. I believe with we, we find contentment in Jesus Christ, and we find contentment in his word and his promises and the hope that, you know what, we're only here for a short time. Absolutely. And he, he, he went. He said, Jesus himself said, I go to prepare a place for you. So um, I think it's a great topic. I'm going to get to my scripture. I'm going to re- be reading out of Proverbs, and it's out of uh, chapter 15 verse 16 and 17, listen to this. It says, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. And then verse 17, it says, better is a dinner of herbs where there is love than a fat calf with hatred. So, you know what, you guys, you know, we, we could, our eyes and our heart may want to desire some of those things, um, and the riches of the world, but you know what when jesus said that uh, the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy and jesus said but i have come so they may have life and they may have it more abundant and that is that we're peaceful we're happy with what we do have and we're excited we're praising him for what we do have so I, I think this this is a message for every single person our audience our family and our friends and even ourselves um to live um with contentment
2: you know absolutely and um that brings to mind um i had this written down it says be content with such things as you have it means that believers should put their trust and confidence in god knowing that he is the giver of all good things in james one seventeen, it talks about that and that he uses even the hard time to show that our mm-hmm. faith is genuine being tested that uh being tested as fire tests and purified gold though your faith is far more precious than mere gold so when your faith remain strong through many trials yeah it will bring you much praise and glory you know um it's it's where it's at you know um you know you hear all the time folks about all these millionaires who get you know win the lotto and everything else and you know i have all this money i will be content there will be no more problem but you hear it all the time, these people have the money and they and they're lost they don't have that um that contentment because they don't have god
4: right can I fill in behind that yes yes okay Proverbs uh, 30 verse 8 first help me never to tell a lie second give me neither poverty nor riches just give me enough to satisfy my needs says for if I grow rich I may deny you and say who is the Lord and if I am too poor I may steal and thus insult God's holy name so we need to be content with God provides yeah uh, too much too less we can can change our attitude and our relationship with christ
2: oh absolutely um yeah you know I was i was watching the news the other day and which i don't try to do very often but um unless it's for weather but you know um they have been showing a lot of these young kids running in and mobbing these stores have you seen right. that mm-hmm. where they've been just taking stuff out of the stores and with a big old flash mob and you know um i've been wondering where they're not being filled either so contentment there again is that is that the way you satisfy yourself man if i go and do this this will give me you know i'll be content for doing this and but it's a fleeting moment the word talks about that sure is it'll it'll it's a vapor.
3: Um, you know, and I, uh, this next scripture, and really, I believe, as we all know, the whole Bible will teach us over and over and over. Um, not about, uh, not only about the relationship we have with the Father through the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit, but it gives us so much wisdom, even on this one topic. So, I'm I'm going to read to to our audience First uh, Timothy chapter six. And I'm going to read verse 6 and 7. Listen to this. It says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. I I think we could stop there, you guys. I mean, my goodness, this beautiful godliness, holiness, seeking our Lord. And then verse 7, it says, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain... We can carry nothing. Up. That's one of those popular scriptures, right? We we've all heard that growing up, <laughs> and uh, and then verse eight. I'm sorry, I, I've got to read verse eight too. It says, "In having food and clothing, with these we shall be content." So, you know what he pro- he provides for our needs. The lust of the flesh is always crying and screaming out. Um, we got to thank God for what you know. This Fourth of July, I thanked him. I, I probably thanked him hundreds of times yeah probably do every day, but just thanking him for the for the country that i that we live in right. you know um, for his grace that we can you guys and uh, everybody the believers, we can walk around on the streets with these Bibles in our hands and we can share our faith and uh, we just live in a beautiful place yes well this this is one of the only
4: countries that was ever created by God. If you go back and look how other countries started, uh-huh. they all started with war, mm. what we started with was the was the uh, freedom to worship without restraint yeah. and that's how this country started so we need to hang on to that
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely you know uh, jesus uh, is uh, jesus taught about that too about being content and what we have he says that he has given us a direct command not to worry about the things of the world jesus was saying and he um then he added that that pagan that that pagans run after such things and your heavenly father knows what you need of them Mm -hmm. and you know the old good one is it says but first seek the kingdom of god and all these things will be added unto you as well I, i think that's one of the greatest thing it's where where are you really seeking is it you know are you seeking um are you seeking god the only way you're going to get contentment is by having a relationship with the lord he will get you through all struggles he'll get you through any crisis that you come but you got to get that relationship with him i'm not saying and you know that life's going to be okie dokie what did jesus say? you will have many many uh, trials in my name and so there is you know so we got to expect that that's going to come upon us the world is um the world's a rough place so you know and who we get with is a a god a god who loves us jesus who loves us all so much that by his wonderful grace and mercy that we have a heavenly home we are here but only a short time and then if we set our right eyes upon the lord what a wonderful place we're gonna have Mm. you know so um we got to remember if we I think that's the best one is uh, thinking about what you you know who was the saying I think it was Paul set your eyes upon the things above and not on things that are here because you know of your great riches that await you and I think if we do that and we'll have that relationship with God contentment comes with it Amen. Amen. well you know we're getting down there Um, hey maybe you're going through the world and <clears throat> excuse me. And the world is just a really beating you down and you need someone to talk to. I'm gonna give you uh Ed's number and that way you can give him a call. Maybe you might need prayer. Maybe you need a little help in finding your way out of some darkness or whatever it may be. But I'm gonna give you his number. So if we got a pen and a paper, if I would grab it, it's his number, I'll say it a couple times. It's six one nine two five two zero zero six zero Again, his number is 619-252-0060. You know, so um, give him a call, and he'll be more than happy to talk to you. Last shout-out, guys.
3: Hey, I want to steal one of your scriptures there, John. Uh, this was on your list, and I've got, I've got to read it. If, okay. if we don't have the time, it's going to be uh, in the book of um, Philippians, chapter four, eleven through 13. Oh,
2: yes. Going, yes.
3: And it says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am in to be content. Verse 12, I know how it is to be abased, and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. This is Paul speaking, man. He was wealthy. He had everything what he wanted. Here he is speaking to us some very good wisdom. He said, both to abound and to suffer need. And then, of course, my favorite scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, if you don't have contentment, Get in that word. If you don't have contentment, start praying to your Father in heaven. Call Ed over here. We'll let your ring off of the hook, your I phone. So. And um, get some encouragement, man. And uh, God is for you. He is not against
2: you. Absolutely. I'm glad you read that. I had that page on there, my Bible right here in that, and I was so busy with everything else and so much things that God, you know, that the Holy Spirit floods you with. But folks, um, you know, we, we, we get what you're going through. We're going through all the same thing. Um, I pastor on down to someone who sits in a pew man just stay with god stay with him mm-hmm. go give it to god and please do not cease in praying you never know when you're going to get that breakthrough most people sometimes give up and that breakthrough is just that night or that morning so keep hanging in there um you know what um we're going to give a shout-out to our sponsors and thank them for what they do. Javier over at Sombrero's, hey, we really appreciate you helping us out. My God, you and your family, they just really take good care of us and the homeless. So we thank you very much. We want to give a shout-out to Anna and Kim over there at Goodwill. Hey, Kim, Anna, we really appreciate you helping us clothe them. And over Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline, we appreciate your help, too. And over Stephen Forsythe over at the Home Church westland church we appreciate your help folks i hope this message has touched you dearly i hope and pray that god will bless you and bless you and bless you we give you all our love and we thank you and you have a wonderful night
1: Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org.